everybody, and welcome to Glowing Weak Point. This week, I have with me, as always, my co-host, Jonathan Davis! This is weird. Yeah? Why is it weird? <laughs> that's some That's some weird energy. <laughs> it is. It, it is a little bit, isn't it? That's, that's just some weird energy. Listen, I've had weird energy all weekend. I don't, I don't know what's what's going on with me. I think I'm just fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah, well, I've I've also had a weird weekend. Just lots of weird work shit. So, anyway, yeah. what's your what's your glowing weak point, John? Well, considering that we're recording this in the future, um my glowing weak point is finishing the last of my shopping for Christmas. Ooh. Not that I will have any purchasing I need to do, but like all the the last bit of construction work I need. I have some some painting and some actually I have some like nailing and screwing and stuff. I already did all my uh sawing. Oh shit, you're like making gifts for people? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually making gifts for people, and okay. I'd, I'd talk about what it is, but there are people who know that this podcast exists, and this uh, podcast comes out before Christmas. I mean, they don't listen to it, but... No, they don't, but I, I don't I guess there's the wanna... possibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what about you? Uh, you like giving gifts. I like receiving gifts. And one of one of the gifts I've already received is a pair of cowboy boots from my girlfriend. Uh, okay. She, she wanted she wanted to get me like one expensive gift, and the one that I asked her for was a switch. And then she just gave me the switch that she already had. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> so so instead, uh, I I put cowboy boots on my list, and we went to a uh, Cavender's boot city or whatever the fuck it's called and got okay. a got a nice pair of cowboy boots so i'm now a man who owns a pair of boots good for you i know Do i you have a cowboy hat yet no we were looking at them it was either a belt or a hat and we went with a belt belts more usable yeah i love a good leather belt and also i have a fucking big head so there's very rarely a hat that i don't have to like custom order that fits my head yeah well any good cowboy hats gonna be custom ordered yeah i mean they had they had stetsons there and only like one of them fit my head so interestingly i have a stetson but it is not a cowboy hat no no no, it's it's a fedora, and I don't mean the trilby that neckbeards wear. I mean like a, a, a fedora, Indiana Jones fedora. Yes, yeah. and it is a Stetson, and it is very expensive. Okay, I don't wear it very often. It came from a time when I wore a lot of hats and looked a lot like a neckbeard. You had a you have I, a hat collection. I do. I have. Mm, Almost a hundred different hats. And you don't wear them anymore? No. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> the most I'll wear is a beanie now. They're going to waste. Yep. They're in storage. No. In hat boxes, no less. I actually do have a fedora, again, in the Indiana Jones style, that I do wear occasionally. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's nice in the rain. It is. Yeah, they, they are, like, if, if hats came back, it, I would be happy because, like, they are very useful. Um, I, I feel like hats and cloaks should come back, or hats and, and coats, either. Uh, but they're just way out of style right now, so I mean, I don't wear them. Fashion comes in, in, in like, waves of three decades, right? When, when was the last time hats were, were cool? Um... So, like, early 2000s, I'd say, uh, they came back some. That is the time when neckbeards started being known for them. But 
but well, they, they were not, very popular at, at that time. I mean, popular among losers isn't popular, though. <laughs> uh, I can't think of when they were, like, mainstream popular. It's been a while, though. Because it was not the 90s. No. And I don't think it was the 80s, either. No, it wasn't, really. It's been a while. I don't think it was the 70s either. Maybe hats are just yeah. gone. <laughs> it's possible. Um, I think the last time yeah. hats were in style were the fucking 60s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's it's the, the Christmas season. I've got decorations put up. Uh, we almost didn't, but then we got depressed with everyone else having pretty decorations and us not so we put aside our laziness and actually decorated the house uh, well, we didn't a, even put a up little, a tree this year we, we've got a little fake tree normally we do a real tree but with a a, a puppy we didn't want to right yeah he'd have been peeing uh, on that tree <laughs> no he's just a pain he'd eat it uh <laughs> So we got we got my little uh, fake tree that I grew up with. Um, it was my personal tree. It's not. It doesn't have any ornaments on it at all. But it's it's lit up and it's pretty. So um, we we decided to to get rid of our laziness and put up decorations, but not fully get it rid of our laziness and not put ornaments on anything. But. It's the season. What are you most looking forward to for Christmas? Um, shit. I am looking <laughs> forward to, I guess, giving people gifts. Sure. Okay. You're not looking forward to a particular gift in return? I mean, I have some things on a list, but I, I put enough on there where it's like, y'all, uh, uh, whatever I get, I'll be happy with, but I don't know what I'm going to get, so. Yeah. I also have a bunch of things on my list, and I, I'm i not looking, like, I'm th- none, of, none of them are absolute necessities, because I just buy those. Uh. <laughs> right. I don't like speaking, getting necessary of, I... things for Christmas. I, I like getting fun things for christmas mm-hmm. i get frustrated when uh, people put necessary things on their lists like cadence gave me a whole bunch of fucking kitchenware in her uh, in, in her amazon wish list and i'm like i don't want to get you this that's yeah lame. well there's there's something there's something about just usable things i like socks um oh so you can always give me socks because socks are lovely um, especially if they're fun socks. Are I you 40? Pretty, I exclusively wear fun socks. <laughs> um, I change them out seasonally. I'm wearing Christmas socks right now. They've got, um, snowman heads on them. Just pulled up my, my pants leg to see. Um, but yeah, they're, they're comfy and they make me warm and fuzzy and happy. Uh, but I, there's always something... I dislike about things on the list being like, here, here's some kitchen stuff, so get in the kitchen. Or here's an appliance. I don't... (laughs) Unless I'm, like, really asking for it and really want it, it it feels awkward to be like, here, here's a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Cool. Thanks for the chores. Right. Because that's what this is. This is chores. Um, and I, I get, like, a new vacuum cleaner is nice. Um, but it's just got this this secondary thing with it that I'm not the hugest fan of. It's not nice in the same way a new bike is nice. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm much more excited to come come downstairs and see under the tree a new bike than I am a new <laughs> vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. All right. Yeah. 
I guess do we want to move on? Yeah, so today we're doing a, a series facts episode. And in the Christmas spirit, we're covering the series Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> what, what made you pick this one for Christmas, John? Um, what about it screams the spirit of Christmas? It's the end of the year. This was the one I wanted to do last. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Metroid right. is a science fiction action adventure video game franchise created by Nintendo in 1986. In Metroid, you play as this badass man named Metroid who fights these dumb creatures while wearing a super awesome mecha suit because only a dude could be this cool wearing this shit. And this is the point where if we were in person, I'd punch John in the face. <laughs> that last fact is, of course, not a fact, although it was widely believed for a long while after release. The manual uses gender-neutral terms for the main character. Samus Aran, and you only learn her gender at the very end of the game if you played well. Samus is actually only the second ever playable human character in gaming. All others before had been cartoons, like Ms. Pac-Man. Oh, who was the first? Kissy, or Masio Tobi, from Baraduke. Okay. Which is a... Wait, so does Mario not count as a human? He's a male character oh you know what you said second ever playable human character female human character yeah there we go there we go <laughs> yeah i missed i missed a word because gender is a construct and it doesn't matter right except in our society because we've constructed it to mean something for no reason at yeah. all but yeah, it's she is the the second ever female human playable character in gaming. Okay. Which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Suck that, Miss Pac-Man. You're not even human. Samus's abilities, and all the power-ups too, are due to her Chozo upbringing, who are also the instigators of all the real issues in the game. Birds be dumb. Birds are dumb. Dude, <laughs> fucking hate a bird. But I also like yeah. a bird. I like looking at a bird, but if a bird fucks with me, fuck a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid grackles. Stupid grackles. Listen. I so anyways, like, it, every single problem. So, uh, Mother Brain is a Chozo creation, and she leads the Space Pirates. Um, the Metroids are created by the Chozo uh, as a weapon to fight off the X-Parasites. And, yeah, pretty much anything bad in the series is the Chozo's fault. Including in Metroid Dread, when you fight against the Chozos. Oh, shit. I didn't know that about Metroid <laughs> Dread. Okay. They're, they're technically robot versions of the Chozos. It's, but... Uh, oh, is that what the Emmys are? Yeah. I see. The title... They're, they're, technic they're technically another Chozo creation, but... Great. Yeah. The title Metroid is just a portmanteau of the words Metro and Android, referring to the game's underground setting and Samus's robot armor. This wasn't the game's first title, though, as it was originally called Space Hunter, even though Samus is a bounty hunter. Yeah, although uh, Nintendo won't actually let them be called a bounty hunter in the Japanese stuff because bounty hunting is illegal in Japan. Which As it makes should be everywhere. A, yeah, which makes her more of a mercenary, hence Space Hunter actually makes more sense. Yeah. The series had four main creators. Satoru Okada, the original director, Gunpei Yokoi, the producer, and Hiroji Kiyotake and Yoshio Sakamoto, the character designers. Okada, alongside Yokoi, were managers of the famed Nintendo R&D 1 department, which also created Mario, Donkey Kong, Kid Icarus, and together, they created the Game Boy! So, does that mean they, like, designed it, or, or like, like which part of it did they make? They, they designed the entirety of the Game Boy. Okay, so, like, the system through to the, the program... Yes. Okay. They are the reason the Game Boy exists. All right. The end. 
So who else was in R and D one that we would know? I mean, I, I, I'm guessing uh, Sa- Sakaguchi. Yeah, just about everyone that is someone. Oh, S- Satoru Iwata. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just just about everyone. Uh, Miyamoto. Yeah. Just about everyone. Why did I say? So- I was thinking of Miyamoto. I was thinking of Hinobu Sakaguchi, the creator of Final Fantasy. Here, <laughs> uh, Hinobu Sakaguchi. That's that's who I was thinking of. Not him. He no. was not because no. he didn't work at Nintendo. <laughs> Yokoi is, of course, famous. He developed the D-pad. Oh. For, for the universe. <laughs> for the universe. Okay. And we've discussed him before when we talked to Donkey Kong and Kid Icarus. He's old Nintendo blood, having started on the assembly lines making Hanafuda cards back before Nintendo made fun things. Because <laughs> they used to just be a boring-ass toy company. Yeah, and there's... that's actually something I have on my list for uh, Christmas. I doubt I'll get it, but I've got some Nintendo brand Hanafuda cards. And, and if cause... you look at how they do video games, Nintendo is still a toy company. <laughs> yes. When Yokoi left in 1996 after the failure of the Virtual Boy, and before learning of the failure of his new product, the Wonderswan, shortly after his death in 1997... Okada finally had all the power to himself and went on a Game Boy spree developing the Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP, Advance SP, and DS, although he opposed the two screens. But but that's the whole point of the DS. Yeah. So, uh... So, this is, there's a bit of a story here, so... They made the uh, Virtual Boy, also. Yokoi did, yeah. Oh, but not Okada. Yeah, that was that. That was no, that was totally Yokoi. Yokoi was all in on the Virtual Boy, and then and then also it was the a terrible Wonder idea. <laughs> yeah, and then sadly passed away in '97. Yeah, he got hit by a car and died. Shit! Just, just out of nowhere, he was he was in the middle of of Wonder Swanning, and and then just just gone. Fuck! Robbed from the world. Ripped yeah. to a real one. Yeah. Damn. But no, about the DS, uh, apparently um, uh, Satori Iwata came to them and was obviously bothered and said, I talked to Hiroshi Yamauchi, the, the predecessor, previous uh, Nintendo president, over the phone, and he thinks your console should have two screens, like the multi-screen Game & Watch. Uh, I mean, and... he was right. Yeah, but everyone's Everyone knows that story, but what everyone doesn't know is that everybody hated that idea, including Iwata. (laughs) (laughs) It just didn't make sense, because previously, you wanted an extra screen. Like, in the Game & Watch days, you needed that second screen because it doubled the playing area. But then, with modern screens, you can just make a bigger screen. Like, why would you make two screens instead of just having a bigger one? And with the fact that you can't look at two screens at the same time, <laughs> you can only look at one of them, it didn't make sense. Listen, I've never heard of a whole group of people being so wrong as this. <laughs> and, yeah. This then, is, then the DS existed. This is just the most wrong a group of executives could be. And honestly, it's surprising that such a good idea came from a company president because they're normally useless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Nintendo used to have good presidents. Remember that? Yeah. Like Iwata. Yeah. Now they suck. Iwata was good. Iwata was good. And this other guy was a. He had at least one good idea, which is more than most have. <laughs> Metroid was never as popular as Mario or Zelda, and Nintendo executives almost shit-canned Super Metroid several times. Yokoi in particular saw the team completely absorbed and working crazy overtime on the game, and made comments like, Are you trying to produce a work of art or something? According to Sakamoto. After the game was finished, though, Yokoi was completely hooked on the game. Like, he, uh, according to Sakamoto, he would just be playing it for, like, hours at a time, just not putting I mean, the game down. 
to be fair, it is fantastic. It is. It's an amazing piece of work. Yeah. Um, Kiyotake got to name Samus and did so after the Brazilian footballer Pele, also known as Samus Arantes. But his actual full name was Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Where does Samus come from then? No idea. He also designed Wario, including my favorite Wario game, Wario Blast. They named Samus after a footballer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Brazilian footballer. Uh... <laughs> and then and then I didn't actually take this as a fact, but I saw it while I was looking at facts. Samus is named after the footballer uh Pele, but is designed after the actress Kim Bassinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although her character's inspiration is largely from Ripley from from movie Alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so Samus is like a combination of three completely different people. Yep. <laughs> Sakamoto and Kiyotake together came up with the idea for Samus to be a girl, having been intended to be a man for the majority of development. Uh you use the pronoun Good he change. here? He here, but does that refer to Sakamoto or Kiyotake? Sakamoto. Okay, Sakamoto also made Balloon Fight and worked on Rhythm Heaven, but mostly just produced the whole Metroid series. Pretty much. I've never heard of Balloon Fight, but I feel like I've heard the name Rhythm Heaven before. Balloon Fight is one of the famous Nintendo games that really shouldn't be. Oh. (laughs) See, it sounds like it would just be like a Super Buster Brothers kind of thing. Yeah, you float around with balloons and shoot things to pop other things' balloons. Oh, okay. While Sakamoto, Metroid's series director, has been the brain behind a lot of the best parts of Metroid, he's also the one who did fans dirty with Metroid Other M. He's the one who wanted an on-rails shooter, and also for the control scheme to be Wiimote only, even though other people said that the nunchuck should be involved, like, at all. He also wrote the much-criticized story and directed the English voice acting, despite not being an English speaker himself. Yep. Mistakes. Mistakes were made. All around. All of them. (laughs) Every single one of those things was a mistake. (laughs) So, to switch things up, and because it's a more story-based series with fewer installments, the following list is in game chronological order and not release order. Okay. First up, of course, Metroid. One of the most famous passwords to put Samus in a bikini in the original Metroid is Justin Bailey, the name of a famous ice hockey player. It is, in fact, just a randomly generated sequence of characters that coincidentally formed a name. Or at least that's what the establishment wants us to think. No, I'm pretty Wake sure up, that's actually sheeple. what happened. Wake up, sheeple! That's, it's actually what happened. The morph ball... There's also some other um, codes, like uh, engage Ridley, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> um, engage him! Engage Ridley, motherfucker, where interestingly enough, you can't, because Ridley's already dead in that version of the game. And you can't engage him in any, any way. Oh, damn. Uh, but if you input that password, uh, it makes the game believe that you've been playing for over 314 years nonstop. What? Uh, trying to keep up with such a length of time will cause the game's code to freak out and lock up on the first screen with terribly degraded visuals. And you can't turn into your morph ball and the game doesn't scroll and if you run in any direction, you go off screen and reappear on the other side. Yeah. Okay. However, if you put that password into the 3DS digital download version, it bricks your console. Oh, great. (laughs) So if you've ever wanted to ruin a DS... Yeah. The Morph Ball, while one of Samus' signature moves, was initially just a workaround for a crawling animation the developers were having trouble creating. 
Finding it in the first Metroid is also meant to be a light puzzle, as its location to the left of the player's starting position teaches the player you can scroll the screen left and right. This is because most games only screened right at the time. See Mario. Yeah, yeah. Like, like games just didn't have that back and forth kind of motion on the screen before. Mm-hmm. Or at least not super uh, commonly. No, not very common at all. Speaking of uh, upgrades like the Morph Ball, uh, one of the upgrades you can get is the Varia Suit, uh, which now means uh, Variable or Variety Suit. But it originally was just a mistranslation. It was named the Barrier Suit, as and it protects Samus from the elements, but eh, mistranslations happen, and... We've stuck with Varia ever since. Yeah. I mean, it's a badass name, so. It, it is. <laughs> it is a badass name. Uh, longtime repeating enemy Ridley is named after Ridley Scott, the director who popularized the H.R. Geiger aesthetics the games use. In movies like Alien. Uh, yes. Yeah. Previously mentioned. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Metroid Zero Mission. Which I put the <laughs> colon in the wrong spot. Um, so, you know, Metroid and Metroid Zero Mission are the same game. It's just Metroid Zero Mission is better and has more. Yeah. Uh, have you what, Have you played either of these two games? I have Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance. Is that what it's on? Yeah. 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 It's, it's GBA. I know I have the cartridge. Uh, I'm sure I've turned it on before, but I haven't put any real time into it. And I used Zero to Mission. have a cartridge for NES Metroid, and I did play a bit of that. Okay. Uh, I've played almost all of these games. I, I haven't touched much of Prime, but all of the, the main 2D Metroids I have played. And Zero Mission is tied for first place for me yeah it is a fantastic game it's a delight to play um but yeah it's okay. it's just a really good game and it it's basically metroid with a fun section after metroid and also like a save function yes <laughs> <laughs> which to be fair the japanese version of metroid did have a save function yeah, but not ours. The, not ours. The the actually Justin Bailey doesn't work in the original Metroid because the, for Japanese version because they didn't have a password password system. system. They had an actual save system. Next up, Metroid Prime. Have you played any of the Prime games? I've seen Prime played completely, um, and I have a copy of it, but I haven't gotten around to playing it myself yet. But I do love what Metroid Prime looks like. Yeah. And it, it was supposed to be a one-off, but it did so well that they just kept making them. Right. Although it almost didn't come out at all, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was sent over there to help them make the game and just completely overhauled the game and made it what it is. It was going to be third person, but... Uh, Man, can you imagine a third-person Metroid Prime? Oof. That's, it's so weird. <laughs> I would probably enjoy it more, honestly, though. Just because I don't like playing games in first-person. I find it really, like, disorienting. Hmm. I feel like with a shooter, first-person is way better. Maybe. I just always feel more comfortable looking over a shoulder. Hmm. I have never played Metroid Prime. I've also never played Metroid Prime Hunters or Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. I have played, on the other hand, a little bit of Metroid Prime 3 Corruption for the Wii. Isn't that the one people like the least? I don't know. I think Metroid Prime but 2 probably. is considered like the best one. And then Metroid Prime 3 is on the Wii, right? It is. Yeah, I think that's the one people don't like as much. Yeah, I can understand um, the controls are wonky, and 
The Wii, unfortunately, uh, has a terrible graphics card that's worse than the GameCube's graphics card. Yeah, I really need to get my hands on a GameCube so I can play my GameCube games. Yeah. Um, As such, I... It was hard to do much in the game, especially since I had a terrible CRT. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Metroid Prime Federation Force, which is one of the most recent games. I've never heard of that one, honestly. Uh, It's weird in that it doesn't feature Samus. Oh, what? You play as a team of Federation Force. You're not even a Metroid Uh, game anymore. Get the fuck out of here. You're dealing with Metroids, though, so... Don't care. Metroid 2 Return of Samus. As well as Metroid Samus Returns. Now, I've not played Samus Returns. I think... Isn't it on Switch? Sure. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 3DS. It's on 3DS. Um... I've played the original Metroid 2 Return of Samus. It's okay. What's better is another Metroid 2 remake. (laughs) AM2R. It's a fan-made game that... It's basically like a rearranged map for Metroid 2. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much better. It's real good. It's real good. Um... They had to take it down, though. But I'm pretty sure you can still find it. Oh, I mean, it's the internet. Yeah. But I should... I I do want to go back and and buy Metroid Samus Returns. And then, like, play it. And then play AM2R. And see which one I like more. Yeah. Watch Samus (laughs) Returns just be AM2R. No, it's not. I know that much. Okay. But... Super Metroid! We have so many facts about Super Metroid, so we're going to take a break now for those. Super Metroid was the biggest SNES game at the time it was created, at a whole three megabytes. SNES games would eventually grow to a massive 16 megabytes. AAA games today, yeah. however, would completely dwarf them, averaging Man, those at, around, megabytes. At, at, at around 40 gigabytes. John, how many yeah. how many megabytes go into a gigabyte? Uh, thousands. Uh, a thousand? A, a thousand megabytes yeah. is a gigabyte? 1024, 10, I believe. <laughs> so this is exponentially larger uh, than, than uh, like, games today are exponentially larger than what Super Metroid was. Yeah. The last six months of Super Metroid's development suffered serious crunch, and the team was rarely going home. They started to sleep in the break room, dubbed the nap room, and because it was always in use, the room never got cleaned. Other Nintendo employees said it smelled like a zoo, and one hung a room freshener, though apparently that made the smell even worse. (laughs) This is just one of many reasons to do away with toxic and destructive crunch culture. Absolutely, but also, if you're in a situation like that, a room freshener is not going to work. If if you grew up in a time when Axe body spray existed, <laughs> you know that you can't just add another smell and make things work better. That's not how it works. You say that as if people don't still wear Axe. Stenches compound each other. Right, like like, like most. You can't add another stench to get rid of another one. Listen, most axe actually smells inoffensive, at best. But so many people wearing it were just fucking sweaty, unwashed dudes that it just mixed with the stench of sweat. (laughs) Yeah, fucking disgusting. Hate it. Initial plans for Samus's death animation in Super Metroid would have had her lose her armor and cry out in pain, revealing her nude body for a moment. They ultimately decided this was too provocative, especially for Americans, and threw a bikini on her. That's definitely better, but by how much, I'm unsure. Yeah. Like, either one still feels kind of gross. They continued that for future games as well. 
I'm pretty sure Zero Mission and Fusion also have the same thing. Lasai. There are five hidden moves in Super Metroid the game never clues you into, though most aren't incredibly useful. The first four are done by equipping the charge beam and another beam, and selecting power bombs as your second weapon. Once you start charging your beam, after a second you'll be surrounded by projectiles based on the beam you chose. The fifth is a move called Crystal Flash. If you have less than 50 energy and at least 10 missiles, 10 super missiles, and 11 super bombs on you, then if you enter Morph Ball, hold down, hold down L, R, and X, Samus becomes a floating glow orb and regains most of her health. Yeah. It, 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 there's a lot of requirements going into that. But if you know about it, that could be really useful. Yeah, very useful. Yeah. Because um, that's like the only means of healing without going to a save point. Which are pretty common, so. But still. It's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, there, there are several other hidden moves that they actually do tell you about that aren't required. One being where if you... Uh, run to the point where you're super running and then you enter morph ball mode or stop and enter morph ball mode right then uh, you'll save your momentum so that you can point in a direction and go in that direction okay um, but but those actually have uh, little ostrich creatures that show you which way to or how to do them um, there, there's a couple others like that that do teach you these other moves that if you're trying for a hundred percent you have to have them but and, and so they'll teach you but you never have to encounter these characters at all yeah you can beat the game without learning those moves yeah and they are hard but crystal <laughs> flash I, I struggle a lot with them yeah but crystal flash and the 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 beam projectiles swirling around you they uh, they have nothing to teach you about them yeah Metroid Other M. The least favorite game of everybody. Now, interestingly, it's potentially been decanonized. It should um, be. So, the it, it has been stated by Chris Slate on the Nintendo Power podcast that the 2D Metroid saga consists of five Metroid games, from Zero Mission to Dread. And excludes, of course, Prime, as well as other M. Uh, Nintendo has not made any other statements to suggest that other M is no longer canon, but in all of the marketing for Metroid Dread, other M is not mentioned. So however, however, in Dread, there are a series of game endings you get uh, based off of you clearing specific modes at specific times with percentages complete. Um, and other M does have a ending image. Um, they, they are, each of the images is based off of a game, previous games. So there's like a Metroid game, I there's see. a fusion game ending. Um, and so other M does have one, but, it's kind of been buried the 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 not in the marketing anywhere and not being mentioned anywhere so i'm good with it being decanonized yeah we don't need it around it's okay we'll, mm -hmm. we can live without it yeah and then we get the uh, metroid, metroid fusion. fusion it's a great game it is a pretty good game yeah where does this one rank for you third third is that so, after the tie? Of, uh, I'm guessing zero mission. That's, and that's after the tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it it becomes third place. Uh, it, yeah, Super Metroid. Of course, uh, we didn't even go into it, but Super Metroid is tied for first place. It's Obviously. a beautiful game. <laughs> um, it is art. <laughs> yeah, Yokoi was correct. They were making art, and yes, it is. They just shouldn't have crunched so hard to make it. It could have waited a couple months more. Yeah. 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 I mean, crunch is never okay. No. 
I, I just needed to, to reiterate that because we did bring up that it was made under severe fucking crunch. Yeah. Yeah. But excellent game. And Metroid Fusion is as well. Yeah. I, I'd say, like, Metroid is a good game, but as it's progressed, it has just gotten better. To like you know, Super Metroid happened, which is a fantastic game. Then Zero Mission and Fusion happened, and they're both just awesome games. Um, and then they started doing weird things like Other M. Metroid Dread, game that just came out. Yeah, very recently. <laughs> like I don't think either of us have played it yet either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Nope. But, uh, I mean... It looks good. It looks good. <laughs> uh, they, you know, some, some devs bitched about it because it was hard. So hard. and You're making it difficult just to make it difficult, like Dark Souls, but... Stop comparing everything like, to Dark Souls! <laughs> no, it's not. It's just a... Metroidvania. It's like all the Metroidvanias that came before it. Oh, but you have to know to shoot certain walls and stuff. It's like, yes, that's been in the game since the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations. That's what this franchise is about. And let's be honest, it's usually pretty obvious the walls that you need to shoot. Yeah, like Zelda games. Bitch. Zelda games can often be more obtuse than a Metroid game in that regard. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we get to the non-canon or unreleased games. Metroid, Metroid Prime, Prime Pinball. Pinball. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense. You can be a morph ball, and then everything just kind of falls into place after that yeah i mean they were always gonna make a pinball game at some point metroid prime trilogy is just a collection of the metroid prime games except hunters um metroid prime 4 has not come out yet but it's it's on the docket supposedly i don't think we've actually we haven't seen heard about anything it in of four it. years <laughs> but <laughs> but supposedly it's there Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe. <laughs> um, and then, uh, not Marvel Ultimate Alliance. What? Why? Why is this here? What? what what's happening here? <sighs> so, the developers of Marvel Ultimate Alliance put Link and Metroid into the game. Okay. They completely, on their own, developed from scratch, Link and Samus. Put them in the game. And then they took it to Nintendo and were like, Hey, look. We made them. They're super cool. They're secret characters. Eh? And Nintendo was like, What the fuck do you think you're doing? Right. You can't just put someone's characters in your game. And this was before release. I mean, like, but like, they still going should have to asked Nintendo. before they did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially with the amount of man hours they lost making that like that's it takes a lot of man hours to design a fighting game design character. a character does yeah yeah because <laughs> you have to balance it with all of the other fighting game characters in your game already exactly yeah like so so making two characters that's a lot of fucking time for a fighting game why would you do that without mm-hmm. clearing it first yeah it's absurd insanity and but of yeah, course, Lincoln it didn't, it and didn't happen. Nintendo said no. No. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, Nintendo was like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> Get you, out of here. You can't just do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. As always, and, uh, Metroid. Oh, what's up? Well, well, well there's, there's one more that I didn't add to this, which is that there is going to be an, uh, a Metroid 64. Oh yeah, but but uh, I think it was Sakamoto didn't feel comfortable like making one a three D Metroid at that time. Yeah, and it it just it wasn't adding up to anything, so they just they just completely cut it. And listen, it would have sucked. Like I don't, I don't yeah. know if you know this or it, not, but most N sixty four games suck. 
No. Yeah. Just look at Donkey Kong 64. It's a flawless game. Sucks. <laughs> no, a, a Metroid N64 game would have been fucking garbage. It would have. Yeah. I agree. As always, Metroid is in a lot more than just its video games. Featuring in Smash Brothers, the Metroids themselves showing up in Kid Icarus, several manga and comics, and of course, Mother Brain was in Captain N as the main antagonist. Yeah, I mean, figured I'd mention them. Yeah, gotta get Captain N in there. Yeah. So, John Woo <laughs> bought the franchise's film rights in 2004, wanting to create an origin story movie for Samus Aran. But when the screenwriter began asking questions about Samus's daily life in the Galactic Federation... Nintendo had no answers, but were unwilling to let somebody else create them. And so the project died. I feel like after the Mario movie and maybe the Donkey Kong movie. Oh, the Mario movie definitely played a role in not clearing this movie. No, I'm talking about the new one. Oh, I'm talking about after this new one and the upcoming Donkey Kong movie that's going to come out after that. I think there's there's a good chance that that John Woo might be able to make his movie. I don't know if if all of these movies are being made by Illumination and animation, like they they're not worth watching. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting because because we've got we've already got Donkey Kong and Mario. It's just a matter of time before we have the NCU. And we do the Smash Brothers movie that has uh, all the characters. You know the NCU is coming. Ugh. I don't. The NCU is absolutely coming. Listen, I'm so tired of movies. <laughs> Hearing about movies Ugh. tires me because it's all just like you have to have watched 20 other things to understand any new movie coming out. I'm tired. I just want a movie. <laughs> I'm calling it now. The NCU is happening. A, a, a John Woo Metroid would have been badass, though. It would have. Yeah. Uh, all the fucking well, karate, like, like gun-fu, gun I think that's what they call it. Like, like Yes, it is gun-fu. Samus would have been fucking flipping guns around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> While Mother Brain and a little bit of SR388, the homeworld of the Metroids, showed up in the show, Captain Inn, it largely doesn't feature the Metroid series. Samus doesn't even appear in it. Lies. No? <laughs> <laughs> Samus, Samus is not in the show at all. That's a crime. Note that I said the show... In the comic series, largely considered vastly superior to the show due to the inclusion of Samus and the exclusion of, quote, Mega Man and, quote, Simon Belmont, because they're nothing at all like their characters, Samus was a recurring character who, of course, falls in love with Kevin, rivaling Princess Lana for affection. <laughs> Still a badass, though. <laughs> And now we start the comic series. The next season's going to be entirely talking about the comic series of Captain N. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still I'm still dying from the idea of Samus being having any romantic feelings whatsoever. Honestly, like like that doesn't feel. Like I think Samus. that would detract from her. Yeah, she's a woman. She can be attracted to whomever she wants to. She can be, but she'll it... beat the hell out of anyone who can say otherwise I, I guess it's more that it's just like like oh kevin's the main character of course she's in love with uh, the main character it's just fucking self-gratification kevin's, kevin's a badass but like I, I feel like the creator of kevin is fucking jacking off in a corner i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like yeah samus would totally be in love with me Uh, all right it. and that's uh that's metroid the series yep and that's also captain n 
the series series because oh are we never going to talk about captain n again as of right now i don't have any plans further plans to talk about captain n i feel like for what i know now we've talked about what we're gonna talk about with it there's there's not much and and i'm not even joking here like i i've i've written out everything come planned it all out and I don't, I don't see Captain in our in our future, which is sad. So, season one of Glowing Weak Point was the the Captain N season. <laughs> Gotta find a show for next season. No. <laughs> Somehow find a way to tie yeah. every uh, game into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I <laughs> don't even know how I would do that. Right. <laughs> you would have to take a long walk, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be playing 10 uh, degrees of Kevin Bacon over there. Uh, all right. Well. Got another short uh, one here this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Christmas time. Yeah. Don't want to take up people's time too much before the, uh, the holidays. Go uh, spend time with your family if you have to. And uh, or if you want to. the people you care about. If you need to. Um, if you need to. <laughs> um, who should we share this with? Oh, you're asking me this week. How, well, how about we, we share this with your family that you're going to see at Christmas time? Yeah, they'll, they'll totally appreciate enjoy this, this podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. They definitely They're gonna fucking like, love it. Who's Metroid? <laughs> yeah. I already answered that. It's this badass man who fights these dumb creatures while wearing a super awesome mecha suit. This is the point where if we were doing a video podcast, uh, I would pretend to shoot John in the head. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. Anyway. Rate, review us, so subscribe to us, email us if you want to say something. Uh, check out all the links in the description in the podcast. Yup. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. And happy Hanukkah. And a happy holidays. Hanukkah was weeks ago. You know, Merry Kwanzaa. Okay. And, and Boxing Day. Happy Festivus. Boxing Day. <laughs> Who cares about boxing? Canadians. Go away, British people. <laughs>